This is the Resilience Podcast 468, and I'm Cecil Ledesma. It's Monday, October 3rd. In the heart and the fist, Eric Greitens raises a question that I thought of all this weekend. By the way, he has another book, Resilience, that has earned a permanent place in my book collection, and I highly recommend that you go grab it and, of course, enjoy it and read it. So he talked about when he was back in college and how they used case studies to examine critical decisions in ethics. Being given fictional scenarios and then be asked the question, what would you do? I think good and healthy discussions and stories can impart wisdom. Decisions like this can always provide additional insight, and sometimes such stories are also accurate. There are times when the world holds its breath, waiting to see what men and women of courage will do. There are times when one man with courage makes a majority. There are choices made by individuals and small teams that shape the fate of the world and alter the course of human progress. 300 Spartans did make a stand at Thermopylae. Caesar did cross the Rubicon. Washington did cross the Delaware. All of these moments are fascinating to me. But here's the rub. Most people, most of the time, are not confronted with critical decisions. The vast majority of us, the majority of the time, simply have to live our lives well. We have to make many important decisions, of course, but the fate of our lives rarely hangs in the balance. We decide to get married or divorce, to have children or not, to go to school or drop out, to move across the country, to join the military, take a job, to pursue a relationship, to open a business. It can be tempting in retrospect to single out one moment and declare that was when everything changed. But that's just not true. Most lives aren't that neat. When you read a good biography or you come to know a good friend, what you begin to see is that the direction of that person's life is shaped not by a single turning point, but by thousands of days, each filled with small, unspectacular decisions and small, unremarkable acts that make us who we are. Reminds me of the stonecutter example in episode 325. A stonecutter hammering away at his rock perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yet at the 101st blow, it'll split in two. And I know it was not that single blow that did it, but all that had gone before it. You'll understand your own life better and the lives of others better if you stop looking for critical decisions and turning points. Your life builds not by dramatic acts, but by accumulation. Why then do people like to believe in the big decision or the critical moment? 
Why do people think the only way to change is through some sort of earth-shattering conversion experience? Well, because let's admit it, magic is fun. It's fun to watch a person get sawed in half and put back together. And it's fun to think that after a lifetime of laziness, someone can suddenly produce great work. It's easy and comforting to believe that a single moment's kindness can wipe out a lifetime habit of cruelty. It's fantastic to believe that the man who, who's always been a coward will awaken and find courage one day. People like to imagine that they will rise to the occasion. In all truth, people rarely do. What happens, is, in fact, is that when things get really hard and people are really afraid, they sink to the level of their training. You train your habits. And if a critical moment does come, all you can be is ready for it. So today, this week, this month, the remainder of 2022, let's be intentional about what we repeatedly do. When a habit has become so ingrained that actions begin to flow from you without conscious thought or effort, then you have changed your character. So let's practice who we want to become. And through practice, we can become who we want to be. Hey, I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually uh, three. One, I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father, these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day, be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spend a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at CecilLedesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at Cecil Ledesma. Peace.